Oh, there it is. It is Abrax Precipice. Uh, this is where we play the Expanse role-playing game forever. And, uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to Theory Born, episode eight. Um, we have a fun. We have a fun episode tonight. Uh, kind of crews left Ganymede. They have their contractor going, and they're heading towards Medina Station. So we're gonna have a lot of fun with that tonight. But uh, as uh, for the last few sessions, we have a guest player that uh, I would like to have introduce themselves. So tell them who you are, what you do, and where they can find you. Hi, my name is Samaria. Um, I'm a UC Merced biology student. Um, I've had a really fun time playing these last few sessions with all of you guys. And if you want to get in contact, you can find my Twitter. It's Kairosclares, and it's there. So you can check <laughs> it out. It is in the chat. Yes, if uh, a good opportunity, uh, reach out uh, if you have an actual play you're interested in doing. Uh, Samaria, I'm sure, would uh, love to hear more about actual play opportunities. They're fascinating. They're, they're out there. You just kind of look for them. Um, in addition, uh, we have a Patreon. By far, this is the best way to support our stream. Uh, you can see the link there below. Um, and I, I always mention, too, if you listen to the podcast, it should be in the podcast uh, description as well. So. But um, our Patreon is by far the best way to support us. We also have a Kofi if you want to shoot us a one-time support. Um, we have our Colonial vote, which just ended. Uh, number five, number six is going to go live tomorrow. And I'm looking forward to seeing... Uh, I haven't written number six yet because a lot of it depends on what the crew decides to do tonight. Uh, so it's, it's a, there's a nice little dialogue going on between our fans and our uh, our crew. Um, and not everybody has all the information at any one time I, I've discovered. Um, and uh, speaking of Patreon, a special uh, Oye Beltalota to our good friend William, who supports us at our uh, high tier. We appreciate that. And last but not Oye least, Beltalota. Oye Beltalota, yeah. <laughs> uh, last but not least, on Sunday, uh, I am game mastering a game as a collaboration between the Expanse role playing game fan community and Green Ronin Publishing and Abrax Precipice. Uh, where we are playing the uh, the winner, if you will. We all, everyone kind of got together and voted in the community uh, for our favorite one-page uh, adventure. Uh, and uh, our, our buddy uh, Guilherme won. Uh, and it's going to be, we're going to play his adventure. We are playing with a great cast, a crew. We have from Green Ronin. We have um, Steve Kenson. We have Ian Lemke, uh, two of the major developers of uh, developers and writers for the RPG. And we have founder, president, uh, the man himself, uh, Chris Premus playing as well, which is super cool. On top of that, from the uh, role-playing game community, fan community, we have Odin, who is the guy that runs admins, a lot of this stuff, puts together. Uh, he's gonna be playing with us. Uh, the winner, uh, Guilherme, I finally got a hold of him. Uh, he was kind of hard to get a hold of, but we found him. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he's gonna be playing with us as well. And then finally, uh, from one of our friend, sh friend shows, uh, Merrick Moore, who runs Skyhammer Press and Massive Damage Adventures here on Twitch and runs Hellbreakers, an Expanse uh, mercenary role-playing game. Uh, we'll be playing with us as well. So that's our crew. We're gonna play a one-shot, about three-hour play at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on uh, on here and also all the green running streaming so we're gonna have it across all the streams it'll be a lot of fun but we're nice. looking forward to that on sunday april 2nd i believe that is um but that's what we're doing this week and then we're off next week and we'll be back uh with, with full-blown episodes of abrax and precipice everybody uh anything else i should mention before we go to stuff 
It's a lot of eggheads on that stream. That's going to be a good one. (laughs) You know, well, it's interesting because the the characters are making, like, I think there's only one scientist on there so far. Mm. Um, uh, But as far as, so whether or not, I mean, there's smart people playing by all means. (laughs) <laughs> but whether or not they're going to play smart people, that's a different story. Right, there's, right, there's, there's right. Multiple yeah. dimensions to this to the storytelling here. So, but anyways, uh, we're going to go ahead and do our opening sequence, and we will be right back. Claire has left Ganymede uh, several weeks ago and is making its way towards the ring for the transit into the, the ring space, uh, still called the slow zone for whatever reason, um, and uh, to board the Medina station and deliver the various substrate, I believe it is, is what you guys are carrying? Was that it? Substrate? Mm-hmm. Uh, from one... Lots of it. All the, all the, all the dirt. We have, we're, we're carrying all the dirt. <laughs> uh, from Good Soil Incorporated, uh, a small company on Ganymede that that is responsible for processing a good substrate. Um, as you fly in uh, at high speeds across, you know, having passed Jupiter, uh, that's where the boys get more stupider. And <laughs> so I can never stop making that joke. Um, if you grew up, if you grew up here in the rhymes, it's stuck in your head. Um, and then, uh, but you're making the transit past um, Uranus and such like that too. So uh, the transit, the, the ring's a little far out if you AUs past that. But um, in doing so, was there any kind of business that you guys wanted to take up uh, and such? Uh, I'm, I'm going to do my usual like monthly check-in with Dad, okay. you know, okay. and just kind of not really talk about what we're doing, but just like, hey, you know, we've we've got our own ship back, and you know, kind of talk about that and how the crew is really working together, and maybe some stuff about how I see why you know, his career was so important with him and his crew and, you know, just some random feelings about being a captain, you know, being in, in charge <laughs> and having to make decisions and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, you know, one of those like, hey, I miss you. You're right a lot of, a lot of stuff, but on the other hand, you're not right about a bunch of stuff. And mm-hmm. this is what I've done with the knowledge you gave me so I can make different and better choices, blah, blah, blah. Um, so. so yeah, you, you, uh, you go ahead and shoot a message to, uh, your dad and you get one back after you know uh, a week or so 
a few days later on. And basically, he's, you know, he kind of comes up and he says, well, you know, you're doing what you got to do. Uh, he's like, just, uh, you know, it's always hard to, to look at the bigger picture. Um, you have to kind of, you have to think outside of the ship and where the ship is in relation to everything else around it. Because most of your people inside will only know what's going on inside the ship. Um, and they might have concerns out there, but their concerns will be focused on like their friends and family and like political leanings, whatever it is. But make sure that like you don't get that like myoptic um, tunnel vision on on those things. They are they do matter, but at times you're going to have to like uh, you know make things for the, the greater good, the bigger the bigger mission and stuff like that too. Do you want to relay to him about um, your crew's loss not too, like a few months ago? You lost um, the member? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just kind of says, you know, uh, you made the right call. You 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 saved as many as you could. Um, it's, you know, it's thinking about whether or not your fault is, is the wrong thing. Just know that it happened and try to prevent it from happening in the future. That's the best you can do. So he, he kind of gives you a heart to heart about it. Um, and, uh, but he, he, he does kind of come off with an attitude that he thinks this uh, stuff beyond the ring is kind of a fad. Yeah, he's a little curmudgeon yeah. about it, and okay, thinks it, it's yeah, pretty much yeah. It's 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 kind of that kind of circumstance. Yeah, I mean, and he's getting up there. He's got to be, your dad's got to be in his nineties, so he's got right. he's got a few more decades, but he's still uh, he's still kicking around. So okay, uh, I mean, is there anything else about him you wanted me to like to, to flush out, or was that pretty good? Uh, no, no, that's really good. Just kind of you know, I figured that uh, it's it's okay to say, hey, you know, I I. I, I could have listened about some stuff earlier, but I am putting lessons that he's given me, lessons mm. I've learned into practice, and that I appreciate that. So, you know, he can he can do that, and then okay. to pass pass love on to my sister, my half sister, my and uh, okay. my stepmom. You know that kind of just general stuff. Um, by now, uh, my sister does not want to come out in space. No, she's probably graduated too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah it's yeah. been a few years, so she's graduated. Um, she's currently uh, doing like prep work, uh, kind of. Uh, I don't think we ever established what kind of what she was studying, but we're gonna say that she was like studying psychology. So she's like doing like um, therapeutic work for trying to reacclimate people into the workforce because a lot of people don't work on Earth, so it's trying to get people right. prepped to be ready to like if they're gonna go out into space or have a job that are now becoming more and more plentiful, that they're ready to take on those jobs. Um, and so it's kind of a counseling position, I guess. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, look, I'm, I'm making this game up as we're playing here, and this sounds like something <laughs> dude, have, you have to have people do that shit. You have to, yeah, do, you show, have to have people, show up on time, you know? wear something nice. Uh, <laughs> something nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know. She's your job counselor. Job, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's like a job counselor. It's, it's like a transition into um, situation, yeah, so. Very cool. Um, anyone else? Uh, we have Medea, Wyatt, and Waxor, and Zenny and Yan have been kind of quiet, uh, taking it easy. I mean, um, uh, Waxor, you know, I'll probably try to hunt for some news, but um, do I still have? Is that uh, Cece, the uh, pixie dust dealer? Was he on? Was he on Medina last time? Remember, there was a, a like a pixie dust dealer that I had sort of befriended. Um, oh, I think he was, yeah, yeah. Was he the one that bull spaced? Was he? Oh, he might have, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, it's okay, a, it's okay. A, 
Yeah, it's a. Nobody's answering. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) He seems like he can't. He can't speak for some reason. Um, but no, uh, no. There, there is what you do kind of find out though in doing some research on Medina Station because Medina is not the behemoth. The behemoth Mm -hmm. was a military ship. This is now more of like a floating city, and you see more and more pictures come back. They have fields on it now. There's like an actual like marketplace slash kind of like bar scene on it. Like it's kind of uh, booming. Um, it's it's weird seeing what belters would do with this much surface area. Yeah. And and right. like a continuous like an actual like day and night cycle that actually functions. It, it's it's pretty fascinating. And they don't have to really maintain the ship like movement. They just have to keep it like, the drum spinning. But like uh, the amount of like the fusion reactors were built to push these like you know huge engines like, like the size of your ship, like it's eight of them. And it doesn't have to do that anymore. So the fusion, the fusion drives will last forever. Like that's kind of the thing. They're they're over engineered for what they have to do, which is just spin a drum, um, or basically run a, a very large carnival ride for you know several thousand years. Um, so it's pretty easy. But um, there is a burgeoning um, black market on on Medina Station okay. with people coming in and out. Uh, that that element of belter culture certainly has not fallen out of favor, especially with the new worlds. Yeah. And the question now is not so much smuggling stuff out, but the smuggling stuff through it in. Okay. But there's still a lot of control over who's coming and going and, and such. So, um, yeah, I'm curious about like, well, yeah, what vacuum was left? Like, who, who would be in charge? And then, yeah, I guess I would sniff out just some ship weaponry. I mean, we're kind of looking for like, you know, torpedoes. There. Or anything for that's, the ship. That that's not put. the kind of thing people would communicate to you over <laughs> over communicate over comms over distances like this. Yes. No. 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 They're they're not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's called it's called the uh, the soak. The soak is S O U K is the name of the uh, the marketplace slash bar scene slash entertainment district inside the drum of this place. Um, and uh, there's like there's like they have a full load hospital. They have everything. I mean, it's it's impressive. It's uh, not like a small, um, not a small operation anymore, too. But uh, there's a and there's a variety of uh, people that kind of work there too. There's like a, there's a there's an emerging hierarchy of people being elected to to operate it. So yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I'm talking to Mick um, Mick Michaels. Is just mm. about uh, the Sulk. Oh yeah, this got this new place. Yeah, like we're gonna go check it out. Oh, it's gonna be great. No man, um, good to see new new scenery, you know. And, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's kind of he's kind of looking at it, and he's like trying to he he he's been trying to like line up where you guys camped out on the inside the drum the one time. Oh yeah, but like because it looks completely different, and it's like there's no terrain to like monitor. But it's it, I mean it's weird seeing like them growing, like you've seen kind of food grown on on Ganymede, like in hydroponic systems and everything like that too, like where they do the vertical farming. This is like what you, this looks like the kind of stuff you saw in the, the depictions on the Mormon art uh, years back, where it's like fields of like grains and everything. And they literally have that growing on the station as a field versus like vertical farms. So it, it, it's it's a little, um, we'll say um, vertigo inducing the builders. <laughs> Yeah, Agor- the agoraphobia is definitely a real thing they have. So. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but you you do investigate this, and, and it seems like there's a, there is a black market on Medina, but it's it's not one you're going to be able to communicate with from out here, or at least yeah. anyone. And if they were communicating, get ready to be arrested when you get on board. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I'm here for the torpedoes. Hey. It's like right in here, right in here. We like to give you these complimentary handcuffs. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the lay, you get you get handcuffs. Um, yeah, that kind of situation. Yeah. So, uh, Wyatt or uh, Medea, what? Um... Um, 
I don't know, Medea, she's kind of, she doesn't really want to go anywhere, but she wants to stick with all the, like, machinery equipment. She doesn't really know where she is either. Kind of just followed everyone. So, um, I mean, you're out in the middle, you're out as far as you've ever gone. Uh, this is past, yeah. you're now past Uranus. Uh, the, the, the ring transits out there. So go see the ring is kind of an interesting element. Um, you, you have seen these data sets of like the alien tech, but to actually go and utilize this like quasi wormhole or whatever the fuck it is, it's really unclear what it actually is. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess you'd be pretty interested to check that out too. So yeah. She might. Um, yeah. Just give, if you're not familiar with the expense, but the the space inside here, there's a giant there's a giant alien station in the middle of it. It's just a giant ball that no one can penetrate, no one can figure out what it does. But it seems to have the capability of limiting um, kinetic energy. Like it can stop the shit immediately. Like like a thousands of g negative force quickly if it wants to. Uh, don't don't piss it off. And then the edge <laughs> of the, the edge of the space are like just black. Um, there's like these little ring gates around it, but like 1,300 of them, but the edges are black and it's unclear what happens when those are, when you just go through the black, it doesn't stop you, but mm -hmm. things don't come back through. Like if you stick a, if you stick a pole through it, that part of the pole just comes back with nothing. Okay. So it's, um, it's unclear what it is, <laughs> but, uh, it is the, uh, forbidden sphere to touch. Don't touch the forbidden sphere. Yeah. It's okay. No touching the forbidden sphere. And, and if you're curious, the size of it inside is about the size of our sun. It's pretty damn big. So, okay. and the gates themselves are about a thousand kilometers in diameter. So they're, they're massive. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, there is a, you, you kind of look at some of the Medina station information. Um, they need everything. They're looking for everybody and everything. People are going there just like, just to seek jobs beyond the rings. Um, it's the last gas station. Um, they're growing their own food. Um, they're, uh, as far as farm tech goes, there is a there is a large hospital there now. Um, I mean, and they literally built a hospital out of the ground, so it's actually part of the uh, interior of the drum. Uh, okay. It's like it's weird seeing a hospital actually comes out of the ground. <laughs> so there's a lot right. going on there. Very cool. A lot of opportunities. Probably, should probably want to go wander around. Okay. Just, like, so you start around. picking out you start picking out locations to go check out. Okay, cool. Why um, you got anything? I would like to search out or find the captain, see if I can have a okay. one meeting with her. I mean, there ain't much to do. Your guys are just going in a, in a in a nice arc towards the ring, <laughs> millions <laughs> of kilometers. So yeah, you guys got time. <laughs> I will request the her time at a as as a official meeting right. business. You 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 contact the captain's secretary, which happens to also be the captain. So. <laughs> You guys want to have a private meeting someplace? Like, yeah, uh, what if the med bay, the armory, or are probably the most private locations you guys could talk? We'll go to the armory. Armory. Going armory. Sounds great. How's it going, Cap? Oh, you know, you know how it is out here. It's nice and quiet, which is the way I like it. It's it's kind of nice to have the quiet for a little while. Yeah, because you know we always seem to find the chaos. <laughs> Chaos just finds us. I, I think it finds us. Happens. I don't think we find it. <laughs> not intentionally, we do not. So it's it's been nice to have a little downtime because it was pretty weird being, you know, from going to Callisto and then going to Ganymede and just it's we've had it pretty rough here for a while. So it's it's been nice to just have a cool journey out here to Medina. I couldn't agree more. Listen, I, I have some questions or something I like to maybe propose for the ship and the the kind of a, a promotion maybe for a crew member if, if you think it's in the best interest of the 
everything. And this what is didn't what did McMichaels do? Uh, he wants my position. He's kind of, he's gunning for me. I just feel it. Just everywhere <laughs> I look, he's right behind me. It oh. never fails. No. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> he's a, he's uh, he's an odd fellow, but he's a good guy. Yeah, he is. I'm 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 glad he's on board with us. Um, it gets awkward every once in a while, but he's solid. Couldn't agree more. Speaking of solid, I think we need to. This is my personal opinion. I'll run it by you. I'll let you make the final decision, but I don't think it'd be a bad idea to have at least another tier of leadership, I guess the best way. You know, you mm-hmm. got you, then there's me, and then there's, there's nothing underneath. It's just right. us two have to make the decisions constantly. Right. And from the pretty much from the get-go, it seems like Zinni's wanted to... Or she's not wanted to, but I think she's shown that she's capable of moving up to a higher position in the in the pantheon of everything. You know, I, I agree with you. She's grown a lot since she's been with us. And um, they have proven over and over again, you know, about how good they are, how reliable, um, you know, getting through all the situations with Pope. You know, I was more worried about you, um, but not them. So um, they've definitely yeah. kept her cool better than me at times. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know how she would feel about taking on a leadership role, but I think it's a great idea. I don't think it'd be yeah. a bad idea to. Yeah, maybe put her up like right below me, but we need to move up Waxer a little bit too. maybe chief. McMichael's handler, something like that. <laughs> he needs to get a little extra pay having to, you know, wrangle him. I'm down with that. Is it, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we could give him a title and a bump, you know. I mean, I know that we're family, you know, we've got our solid core family. And, you know, it we, you, but it would be nice though for. You know, I don't always want to have to make the decisions and if we got Zinni there to pick up some of that slack where I don't have to choose some of the things that, you know, she thinks with her gut, I think. She's she's really wise when it comes to the right decision at the right time. Well, she's got a lot of experience that we don't have. Exactly. You know, where we've come from. And, you know, I mean, you're so solid with, you know, uh, tactics and and all of that stuff. But I don't think that I think that her skills are just as important as the skills that we've had. We've had the benefit of being in the military of structure and things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, they are super smart and great and committed. Um, so, yeah, I am totally down with that. I think that would be a really great move for them if, if uh, you know, if, if she's up for it. Especially now that we're going, you know, we don't know where we're going next. What's next? How many people are going to be in this ship with this? We're going to need that a better hire. More. Not everything needs to come to you. Not everything needs to come to me. Right. But there's times that maybe a decision needs to be made quick, and I think she'd be a good person for that. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. That's all I got. I mean, we still got how many more? How many more weeks we got? You'll, you'll be there in about you'll, you'll be at Medina in about a week 
Yeah, and we can we could uh, talk to Waxer also, you know, and you know, feel him out, see how he's doing. Yeah. Um, and, and we could do something nice for McMichaels too, because he's actually held it together a lot better than we thought it would for a lot of stuff. So he's been pretty you know. damn good. He's been pretty damn good. I, I think that we could, you know, because we've got, you know, we've got people that are sticking with us. So I think in general, it's like we're not going to promote everybody. No. But, but but just doing some appreciation, maybe a little pay, you know, if things work out, a bump in pay or giving them more say about what we're going to be doing, you know, down planet all, and things. Waxer and Zinni have been there through a lot of really bad shit with this. Yep. So, yeah, they're just as, you know, they have just no right to say anything they want as we do, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they weren't there when we started, but just picking them up has been like the best thing for our crew even though we miss our previous you know our previous crew people have had to leave and and do their own thing but um yeah they've fully grown into you know making a family here yeah i don't see them going anywhere anytime soon yeah all right well if you want to talk to waxer about this yeah i can i can have a combo with him i haven't seen you guys talk in a while it's usually running and getting shot and <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys adjourn, uh, you get a notification from Zenny that uh, you guys have uh, received a communication from uh, Mason's Haven uh, a report, and it's marked as urgent. Ooh, this could be interesting. All right. Uh, who do you want to have at the meeting with you? Or, or where do you want to play the, the message from? Do you want to play it for everybody? Do you want to, like... Uh, you want to have Medea in on this, or do you want to have like do you want to have a whole little thing in the galley, or do you want to like uh, do it Let, privately? Let's do a thing in the galley. Okay. Um, just so you know, we're we're all open, like we say, we're going to be open, and okay. then any kind of real decisions can be made privately with the family. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um. So you you head you head to the galley. You call call hands on deck. Uh, the ship's just kind of running running by itself. There's nothing to really you know. The only thing you have to dodge out here is occasionally a helium atom. Um, it's pretty you know it's pretty easy. Uh, but you you call everyone in the galley. Uh, Medea Waxer, uh, your uh, oh and then uh, Jenkins. I forgot you have a new crew member. Peter Jenkins shows up. Your new en- your new engineer chief uh, is there. Um, I got to put him into the sheet. Peter Jenkins, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he's your um, chief engineer, I think is what you guys put him on as. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll stat him out when I can. But he, um, they all kind of sit there, and uh, Peter's like, you know, he kind of said, he's like, all right, so let's let's see this thing I've been been pulling, I've been going to for the last few months. Let's see, like, he wants to actually see what this whole thing's about. Um, oh. uh, anyone else have anything to say before the, the message gets played? Oh, we got an update. Yeah see what's happening down there it's urgent so hopefully it's good news um so it pops up with uh your it pops up with a uh gentleman an earther uh identified in this thing as uh anders uh skovsgard uh anders is listed you guys know him from the 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 colony like basic list of people um he's one of the uh, he's especially in navigation and so like field research is kind of his, his thing uh, that is like setting up teams to go out to the field and taking them out the field, making sure they don't get lost. 
um, kind of thing. He's not like a survivalist, but he's a uh, he knows how to do field research. It's kind of special to me. Um, and then I'll make sure and make sure to keep a map on how to get back home. That's his, that's his really important role. And he comes up and he's he looks a little like unshaven, like he's he's had a few days. Uh, he has the earther build, so he's he's more broad shouldered, uh, a little shorter. And um, he comes up and it's it looks like it's him at the colony, um, at Mason's Haven. You can see the, like the the makeshift uh, buildings are still there and the, the hydroponic center is being built in the background. And he goes, uh, hey, uh, so, I don't know where to start. Uh, well, look, we uh, we got a little impatient down here. And the samples we pulled from um, the uh, we, we pulled out the hydroponic system of the uh, alien tech, uh, the materials. Uh, we got impatient and we sent them off to Star's Edge. Uh, we weren't sure about having them in proximity, um, so we don't need the uh, spectral analysis uh, analyzer anymore. Um, but we appreciate your if you if you're if you're bringing one back, we could use it in the future. But right now we don't need it. Um, and we're still waiting for Star's Star's Edge complete um, analysis of the materials, but they seem promising so far. Uh, look, um, that that's not the main reason I'm calling. Uh, or the main reason I'm sending a message. Um, we had an incident. Uh, we sent the bio survey team out in the field. Um, they went by themselves. Uh, I was part of the missions, part of the the duty of it all. And um, we had a small run-in with uh, two of our members, uh, Vickis Bagat and Declan Tanner. Um, Vickis is uh, one of our, both of them are part of, they've been on a biosurvey team for uh, decades together. They know how to do it. They both have advanced uh, graduate degrees in the field, know, know what they're doing. Um, but unfortunately, um, well, you can see the attached video file if you want to if you want to check it out. And there is actually like several files attached to this this packet. Uh, do you want to pull the, the file? Yeah. Okay. So it looks like a suit recording, and the recording you have is from uh, Declan Tanner's point of view, um, and they're just like out in the field. Um, uh, it looks like he's just you can see him looking at this stuff called the night ivy, this this alien plant thing, whatever it is, and um, he. Uh, he, he's just kind of on there talking. He, he's saying he, he says something like, uh, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Well, you know, Jessica's up 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 on the uh, the Jersey Kinross. That's the the colony ship up in orbit. Um, and you know, she'll be down hopefully the next the next crew and everything like that too. Um, and uh, just just missing her, man. He's like, I just miss her, uh, Vickis. And Vickis kind of like uh, you kind of hear some movement. And Vickis goes, "What do you you know? Uh, excuse me." And uh, he's like, oh, he, he, you see like Declan kind of stand up and face uh, Vickis. And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm saying you know, my, my wife is missing, missing her and looking for her, you know, I don't know, some alone time would be nice uh, as opposed to these little communiques going up and down. And Vickis uh, kind of goes, um, he, go, he goes, how dare you? And you see Tanner kind of like, Tanner's kind of like, excuse me? And uh, you hear uh, Vickis Bagat basically go, you know, that's my wife. I thought I could trust you. And like you see Vickis like pull his like knife and uh, a lunge at Declan. Um, and uh, basically uh, you see like the, the vital signs for Tanner go go nil as the suit keeps on recording. You see Vickis standing there with like a knife, uh, bloody hand and like drops it. And you see various crew members, other parts of the biosurvey team come rushing over and I'm like, or what the fuck and what the hell? And uh, you see them like tackle uh, Vickis Bagart, uh, Bagart to me and, and uh, the, the recording kind of stops. 
And so then you see it goes back to um, the the man that was speaking, which was name I forgot because I'm I'm a bad GM. Um, um, um right, I have it right here, uh, Anders. Yeah. Anders um, and An- Anders is like, as you can see, uh, incident wasn't good. Um, we we brought back. Uh, we we restrained uh, Bagat, brought him back, um, and uh, Bagat seems to. Well, you can watch this recording. He pulls up a recording that pops up, and it's Bagat saying like he's like I you know he's like I've been married to Jessica for years. We have a child. Uh, it's just kind of him going through, and and it's like it's like one of the counselors from the the colony going talking to him about this, and he the counselor's like, you know, well where did you first meet her? And Vickis kind of thinks, and he's like. Um, Oh, it was like at a bar at this at this time, and, and the council was like, well, that's you understand that like Declan had been married to her for five years by that point. That's where you met her, and he's like, no, no, we we have a you know kid and everything, and the you can see that like uh, Vickis is getting really confused, and he doesn't seem to be able to like keep a timeline straight, and he's like getting more and more frustrated as he's hearing this, um, and uh, the the stuff kind of comes up, and he's like, so yeah, basically it looks like. Vickis was a longtime family friend. Uh, he's actually the godfather of their kid. Uh, and there's no indications that him and Jessica were having an affair. Jessica denies it. We have no indications through ship records of any of this stuff. Any people that know them have no indications of it. Um, and uh, even the uh, even the uh, pre, the prenatal records of, of their son, um, of the child, indicates that uh, Declan is the father. Um, so nothing here to, to, to pull Bagat's, um, story. None of it, none of it makes sense. Um, well, look, uh, we're currently kind of in a, in a conundrum because we're not sure what to do going forward. Uh, we've quarantined the entire biosurvey team. We thought maybe, um, maybe some of us, we're all kind of quarantined. That's, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, maybe some of us have been exposed to something. Um, but we're not sure if we should either head back up to the ship and uh, undergo some psychological evaluations or just uh, bring down another team um, to study us and check on us and make sure we're okay. Um, I've sent over some initial uh, records for De- both Declan and uh, Vickis along with the other biosurvey team. Um, we're not sure what's going on, but right now we're putting the biosurvey duties on hold. Um, so that's kind of where we're at here. Uh, Vickis is currently uh, been incar- in, 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 incarcerated in the best way we can here. He's isolated chambers, uh, and we're making sure he doesn't have access to anything that can make uh, be of danger to himself or others. Uh, look, it, it, no one down here is everyone down here is nervous. We're not sure what to do next. Um, but let us know what you want to do with the team. If you want to send us send us back up the well, or if you want to uh, have them come down here, um, we look forward to it and. Uh, Whatever kind of resources you can you can bring up here that might help with the bio survey would be deeply beneficial. Uh, Anders out, and he it, it cuts out. And it's got some data sets associated with it too, like you have like kind of medical records of the various team members that are out there, um, stuff like that. So, do they do toxicology reports on them or anything? Oh yeah, those are all included. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're full blown medical records. Um, so they have like toxicology reports. Uh, they 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 haven't done full blown like. Uh, like physicals on them, like they haven't brought down a, a team yet to go on it, but they're not sure if they want to bring them down or send them back up. Um, that's the question. 
and, there, and they, there's no other incidences, like none of the other people have ex, ex, like have these kind of delusions. Just these two, this this one guy had this one hardcore delusion and has no history of like uh, any kind of like mental illness or it's, it's weird. And you can tell that Anders is weird. Like it's pretty easy, like even like you can be pretty obtuse and you can tell that Anders is freaked the fuck out by the shit. The whole colony is kind of freaked out. All, 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 all like 200 of them out there are freaked out about it. I really so, don't think we'd want him to go back to the ship, would we? Oh, no. I think it'd be better to quarantine him there. Yeah. Send, a, send a team, yeah. Yeah, yeah send, send a team. I mean, yeah, it sounds like uh, I knew a Koyo once. Uh, he killed, uh, you know, another person's uh, wife, but uh, there was actually involvement there. This one, he sounds like some uh, making him delusional. Yeah. <laughs> Made him. He needs to have a, a checkup. Check up from the neck up. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. 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 Classic, classic. <laughs> Sorry, that was, I, I older parents know something, but that was pretty funny. Um, okay, uh, Medea, you're hearing all this. The words yeah. like quarantine and medical records, and it's all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she knows like what it is, and she's like, yeah. and I like know what's going on because. She knows she can help if she knows mm-hmm. what's going on. She can, like, she can run some tests. Well, it, it's also been pretty boring on the ship, and you have about another, like, week or so until you make yeah. the transit. This it's would be something problem. to do. Yeah. She'd definitely be able able to and very excited to help. I'll kind of lean into the captain and be like, I'll just point where Medea can't see me and be like, maybe she can look it over. And she's the only one here with that kind of, uh, yeah. Training. I mean, I could look at it, but it's not going to make a damn bit of sense to me. Yeah, I, I think that that's a solid idea. Hey, science lady. <laughs> <laughs> I have a name. Thank you. All right, Miss Science Lady, what do you think about looking at this and uh, seeing what you can come up with it before we get, you know, there? I mean, we can figure out a good plan. Finally, something to do, so I yeah, can do it's it. Probably like right up your alley. Yeah. Biology, right? What is yeah, it? Could, yeah, yeah, just like that, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> a little rocket science, it, you'll figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely not. It's like definitely not a totally different field of what I and do. If you, and if you need any help, we can loan you uh, McMichaels as an assistant, <laughs> pretty good. Her eyes yeah. kind of go wide at the sound of an assistant. <laughs> Like really? I mean, pharmaceuticals, drugs. Yeah, he knows, yeah. He knows, he knows mostly about the kind that you grow. <laughs> mostly, uh, mostly of the uh, fungal variety. Uh, <laughs> who, who says there's not magic in space? <laughs> no. Space yeah, if magic. You're, if, you're willing, if you're willing to look at it, we'd be you know greatly appreciative of you. I would be willing on. to look at it. Yes. All right, I like this. So you're given the you're given access to the data set, uh, and you can look at it anywhere on the ship. You can sit in the galley and just like you know have access to the coffee machine the whole time. By the way, the coffee is topped off, the food is topped off, the water is topped off on the ship. The only thing you guys are down is ammunition. Yeah, ammunition and torpedoes. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're welcome to set up anywhere you want to. Um, you do have access to the med bay, which has a small kind of lab in it, but it's not like it's not great. It's mostly just meant for like first aid, like. And mostly for like um, 
major trauma. <laughs> like not like not like a. Not like doing like you know analysis of like bacteria, but like major trauma type things. It's an ER basically. We can uh, make it work. You can make it work. Right, right. We'll make it work. It's just, it's just a scale issue. Is all it really is. Um, and uh, but yeah, you have access to all those kind of things, and you also have access to your own data pad and such. Uh, yeah. And obviously, your the uh, the spectro analysis machine that you guys have on the ship is all completely just dismantled and put into a crate. So that's not. There's no place to set that up. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll make it work. You'll make it work. All right. So, uh, Medea, you kind of you kind of take a look at this stuff off the bat here. Um, why don't you give me? Let's go with the initial test. Uh, which which skill do you want to use off the bat? Like, what do you, what do you want to look at in these records initially in these data sets? Um, um, can I maybe do intuition? Okay, okay, uh, yeah, give me an intuition check. Let's just do intuition. Let's, let's see where your yeah. your kind of your uh, your bio sense is is tingling. Okay, <laughs> I have got a seventeen. Okay, with a, yeah. You just eight, the, just seventeen, right? So, um, and what'd you go the drama die? I got a four. Four. Oh, that's pretty good. So you start looking through the records and you start thinking about, you kind of think about the situation, and your first inclination is, well, what do all these people, like? What do these guys have in common? Uh, these two seem to have a friendship that went back like a decade or so. Um, so they've been they've been they've been colleagues for a long time. Um, sure. That was pretty well established. Uh, they said the one guy was the, the other guy's kid's godfather. So okay. uh, that's. Like there's something, um, something must have changed. Yeah, uh, is kind of what it what it was, uh, and this confusion is kind of that's kind of a weird thing too. Um, okay. So something changed. So you, so you can start looking at like the more recent medical records. Probably yeah. would be the the, the choice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can I get like like just basic biological facts sure. about them? Like different like stats. Uh, well, uh, one of them is no longer alive. <laughs> uh, we'll start with the most we'll basic <laughs> readout. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so they're both from uh, they're both from Earth. Uh, so they're both Earthers. They grew up under normal gravity. Um, they uh, both went they both went through different programs. So um, and as far as biologically goes, they seem healthy. Um, they uh, actually they're not actually sorry, they're not from Earth. Actually, I'm sorry, they're from Mars. Okay. And uh, they both had complete physicals before uh, going on this trip so they were both pretty healthy um it what's what the one thing that's kind of uh give me a research test this would be intelligence research if you have that one as you kind of okay. dig through the records um uh, sure okay. have that one or not i do not but it's okay i'll just do this is intelligence yeah yeah that is a 18. 18 okay um so you so you, you dig through you kind of start looking through it and like they they, they both had to undergo, uh, they were both part of the biosurvey team, which was kind of um, moved the calendar up. So basically there was like a, 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 a time frame to bring them down and it looks like they brought them down the well faster than they, they probably should have. Um, they brought okay. them down to the planet. Like they're supposed to undergo different treatments to make sure they don't like basically get sick under the gravity. But yeah. these two guys were like on a fast track somehow. Like, okay. like, like we're talking like, um, like almost like four times faster than they should have been they should have been okay. done but that wouldn't like that would that would be more that they would be more likely to have like cardiac arrest not yeah psychosis <laughs> like, you know, gravity gravity does a weird stuff to your body but psychosis is uh not one of them yeah did, did the dead guy did they have any sort of autopsy autopsy afterwards like anything that we could test uh, i mean he was stabbed in the neck 
Uh, okay. And blood loss. Uh, as far as like, they could do a toxicology on him. Uh, they did do that, and they did one on the uh, on the other guy as well. And they actually have toxicology reports on the whole team. Everybody was like checked for uh, foreign agents. I'm digging through them. Uh, no, like foreign bodies, so no one was sick. Um, no one had. They weren't finding any like. Um, there was some foreign microbes in their systems, but like those that, uh, as far as the data set goes, those haven't like been shown to be able to infect humans. Okay. So they, they, their proteins don't line up. So um, it's kind of a, it's one of those situations where like uh, you could eat this stuff on the planet, but it won't feed you. Okay. You can't you can't derive nutrients, so it, it doesn't line up. But they, um, so that stuff's not really a problem. Uh, there is. Um, the, there are standard drugs for like uh, what you would have for like part of nutritional like vitamins and all that kind of stuff going on, um, but you you do see one thing on the list of of toxicology that you have no idea what it is. <laughs> okay. And it, it's listed as uh, I'll, I'll type it in the chat for you. Uh, it's listed as this. Okay. And can I look through my data pad to see if I can find anything on it? Oh yeah, it? sure. Yeah, you can access like a thing. It'll take it'll take a few hours for you to, to do a full a full search here, but you do it. Um, yeah. Sure. So you go ahead and you, you start pulling that, and like nothing matches this name. Uh, this thing called okay. N18-AG doesn't show up on anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> can I like ask anyone else if they've heard of it? Okay. Uh, yeah. You, uh, who do you want to ask on the crew? Um... Michael seems to know a lot about drugs. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the rumor. And then Waxor also has... I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe I had it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll know when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll probably try and talk to Waxor about Sorry. it. The waxer, I'm not really familiar with Michaels. The waxer, yeah. you, you get a uh, you get a call from Medea up and get the galley, or do you want to approach? Do you want to approach him down in engineering? Yeah, yeah, I'll see what. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's going on? I don't know. I can uh, help you with the stuff, but uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm well, here. I've been doing research into the toxicology reports to see if there's any like drugs or something that would cause these hallucinations and just overall confusion. And I came across this drug called. N1-AG, and I can't find any reports in it in any of my research. And considering you are you, yeah. I was wondering if you had any knowledge on what that was and if that could be a contributing factor. Hmm. Uh, N1, you say, uh, here's the thing, yeah? Um, Waxer doesn't know anything that happened to him, mostly, except. <laughs> Maybe what uh, what Zenny? We had some records, and uh, you know, you know what, Doc? Uh, you have some of my blood. So maybe maybe that sample has uh, this thing you're you're looking for, but uh, I don't think it rings a bell for Waxer. Right? No, the, the name the name doesn't doesn't ring any yeah. bells. Um, yeah. But uh, you you don't think these coils did just yeah something make him go crazy, huh? And he it just, has to be. I don't think. There's anything else. Everything else looked pretty normal. So once I figured out what this is, hopefully we get to be on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, if you need to take more blood, do you let me wax or no? I'm gonna go back down to check the substrate. <laughs> okay. Don't um, don't shit moving around. Yeah. Can I go talk to McMichaels now? Sure. I don't really know who he is, but he, he's the he's an engine, he's a mechanic on the ship. Okay. Uh, I don't think Medea's ever met him. 
Oh, yeah. you're in, you're in for a surprise. Yeah. So yeah, so you keep going down into the machine shop, and uh, they have like they have like, their own bunks down the machine shop. There's actually like an engineering like additional bunks down there, um, and uh, it, it's a weirder place. It's not as nice. It's, I don't think it's not as nice, but it, it's very it's very um, practical. We'll say. Okay. And they have like their fabricator and all their tools and everything. And you come in there and you see this belter standing there. He's got uh, kind of like kind of unshaven a little bit here and there. Uh, wearing a jumpsuit, kind of hanging out. Uh, place smells a little bit kind of weird, a little, little more organic than the rest of the ship. Okay. And, uh, a little danky. And he, and he sees you coming down and he goes, hey, what's going on, man? Hi. She's like a little cautious. She's kind of like aggressive. Mm-hmm. She's like mm-hmm. trying to make herself as small as possible. And Wax is down there and there's other, there's other people down there too. So it's, okay. it's, it's not just him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Doc, you never met McMichaels. McMichaels, uh, this is the drug doc. Oh, the drug doc, man, you, you, you make them uh, you make them cocktails? I do, or I used to. I don't really, I don't really mm-hmm. get shy anymore. Mm-hmm. Then she does stuff with uh, babies on Ganymede, you know, helping uh, all that, uh, but uh, she, she got a question for you, so uh, be okay, nice man. and you, a- you answer them yeah, all. No problem, man, I got no problem with that. What, what's going on? Um, I need to know if you've heard of a drug called N1-AG. Never heard of it, man. Is that like a, is that like a new, one of those new custom, uh, custom little hallucinogen things they do on like a new pixie dust or something? I was hoping you'd know about it. There's no information on it on any of my data pads, any research done. I can't find anything. Okay, man. Uh, no, I don't know anything about that, man. I, I don't. If it, if it ain't like some street thing, it might be some new street thing. Is it a street drug? Is that what it is? Is this someone going to Medina? Are we going to Medina and getting this stuff? Uh, no. Oh. I was not aware of any plan. I, 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 don't, I don't think it'd be a good idea. I don't. I mean, don't really don't know about maybe. It. What's up? I said maybe he take your blood, uh, your blood sample, maybe something in there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say no. The only way to get more data is doing more research. So if you're I, willing. I don't know what it would have to do with me. I, I don't got nothing like that. He's like, I. it sounds like a like a practical drug. I'm more into the less practical drugs. I don't think it was a practical drug. It was causing some craziness, as one would say. Oh, well, you want the, you want the crazy, you talk to this guy. He's the one. He's the one that kind of off the rocker once in a while, right? <laughs> I like elbow him. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry, no, sorry, my dear. Sorry, yeah. I can't help you, man. That's, that's beyond me. I know how to fix a ship. Okay. I can tell you which lubricants in here taste the best. Oh. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah. Don't. I. Well, I can tell you what's get you drunk the fastest. That's what I know mostly. But but we usually try to uh, keep a little more organic, so we don't. Uh, don't you yeah, know. we're not, we're not trying to make her dumber. That's just no, for that's us. Not really, no. <laughs> not, okay. not, not my field. But yeah, this, this guy's like, I mean, he knows about like kind of street drugs, like recreational, we'll say, but not like whatever the hell this is. This is some weird prototype advanced stuff or something okay. that's unheard of, yeah. Can I go talk to Wyatt and Myrtle? Sure. Just to see if I can find any information. Okay, okay. Wyatt and Myrtle. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys meet up with the galley or wherever it may be. Yeah, so she'll like explain, like she's doing this, to- she's looking through the toxicology reports. She's trying to figure it out, but she doesn't know what the N1 AG drug is. I'm trying to get some information on that or who else I could talk to, to get more information about that kind of stuff. Could we send something back to Prax? Yeah, I'm sending back. You could certainly put a request in. 
I would definitely do that first and foremost. Yeah. I mean, okay. especially if, I mean, if it's a drug or if it's a parasite or we don't know what it is exactly. If they've given it a name, they should know what it is at least. That's kind of the yeah. trip of it is like there is a name to it. Like they seem to know what it is there, but out here, no one knows what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, we need to send it a, yeah. Send a request back. I mean, if you want me to do that, I can do that real quick. And then that would be great. I don't know how long it'll take, but about a day. You might get a response back in a day. Yeah. I'll, I'll send a request back towards them and see if the, yeah. it's something they can give us any information on. Great. Um, they follow up. Anders, it takes about a day. You're kind of sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Then it comes back. Anders uh, pops up with a, a thing. Basically, what it is is that they were offered. Um, so the biosurvey team was up on the Jersey Kinross, the, the colony ship. And the the biosurvey team was undergoing uh, gravity treatments. Okay. And what occurred was they were offered uh, a drug by Celeste Blue to move that timetable up dramatically. Okay. Uh, so, so Star's Edge said they developed something and uh, they offered it and these the whole the whole biosurvey team elected to take it and it advanced okay. instead of having to undergo like you know six months of treatment they had to undergo maybe a, a month of treatment okay it's some sort of gravity drug um is this would we know if this is probably related to waxer's blood can i do tests on waxer's blood do i have uh, anything that could do that Maybe well, it's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Use your own risk. Um, why? Uh, I mean, you know, they had access to it, and that was part of the deal you made with them, and they were mm -hmm. really interested in it. And this could be potentially an application of it. Um, it's also, un and, and you suspect that the uh, colonists wouldn't have been wouldn't have known about it. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you could, uh, Anders does shoot back some information about it, the administering of it. It is intravenous. Um, and he shows like some of the, they, they send back like a, like a chem, like kind of a chemical analysis of it. What's what it, what it is. Um, it's pretty advanced though. Like it's, it's, uh, something you would need some serious lab work to try to, uh, yeah. synthesize. Like you couldn't do it on the ship for sure. There's no way, you, there's yeah. no way you could synthesize on the ship. Okay. Um, so did everyone take the drug? Like everyone? Yeah, the whole biosurvey team. There was actually discussion. They had discussed if they only wanted, if they didn't want to take it or if only half wanted, half wanted to try it, but it looked like the entire team took it. Um, and did only the one guy die from it? Or the only one guy died? Well, so he didn't die from it. He died from a getting oh, stabbed, stabbed with, in the neck. But uh, did yeah. anyone no, else? No different. <laughs> um, did anyone else report any sort of psychosis? Um, Anders kind of says, uh, as far as reports go, there's a little, um, there's some psychometrics that come through a little bit here. Uh, they, they do have some AI, like, like analyzing psychometrics before they brought the team down to like, to analyze these people. Um, mm -hmm. and it just says that like, they're more connected. They're friendlier. Okay. Like they seem to be more, the, the level of team empathy has gone up a little bit. Like okay. noticeably so on the on the psychometrics. Okay. Maybe it affects everybody a little different. Yeah. No, no two trips are the same, man. <laughs> yeah. And they were yeah. all Martians. <laughs> uh, yeah. The whole biosurvey. Most of the people in this colony are Martians. Probably about like ninety-five percent of them. 
I mean, okay. maybe maybe Wax has got to lead him on this gravity uh, drug side trip. <laughs> it's called the gravity, called the gravity trip. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show you what a real slingshot looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So that seems to be like the one thing that was introduced recently. But there, but no one complained of any physical side effects. Like everyone said, it was actually like a wonder, like quote unquote wonder drug in terms of like gravity treatments. Um, their muscle and bone mass has been really good uh no illness it's, it's cut down the, the nausea the agoraphobia is gone i mean it's like shockingly like based on what you're reading from this this is like a miracle drug breakthrough okay. but it does it does kind of um it, it does raise the flags of having something in common with what waxer does or his whole his whole physical although his seems a little more extreme yeah so i'd need to do more tests on his blood before i can really even start to make a conclusion Okay. Yeah, we can't even guarantee that it's this yeah. is a side effect from that. I mean, we'll see anything. what's in his blood once we do the no. test, but I don't think I can really do that on the ship unless. No. Yeah. There's there's no advanced lab on the ship. Uh, Medina Station, though, absolutely 100% will have these things. Okay. Um, they have a very they have a very like top of the line. Uh, like they literally built this hospital the last year and a half, so it's okay. it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll share the findings like. Tell Waxer at least what I'm gonna do, considering well, it. Well, it looks like Myrtle has something to say, and I want to hear what Myrtle has to say. I'm gonna send like, I'm gonna be just like real casual about it and send a message to uh, Wyatt and Waxer and Zenny, mm. and just says, "Is this something that you think we should back channel to Pope?" Because oh, it's he. Scary. He already knows. There's no way he doesn't know. Yeah, he. But, I bet you he already. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if he can share. You know. Yeah. Just like, hey, here's this thing. Why don't you share what you know? Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I think that is. I mean, granted, I I fully believe that he. If it's a part of this, that he knows about it. Right. Hundred percent. Um, I'll do that kind of away from everybody and what back, back channeling him will be a lot easier on Medina Station than here. But yeah. less relays. Okay. Alright. Um, you guys keep on making the transit to uh, and come up to the ring, uh, making the transit, uh, going through it. Um, it. It's weird going through it. You guys have all gone through it. Medina, the best way to describe going through the ring, like in terms of the physical effects, it's, it's like the same physical effects as if you turn left. Okay. Like it, like nothing changes, but you can see from the outside of the ship, you are in a completely different space. Like you've like, it, like like it's just a flat ring, and then like all of a sudden there's like space on the other side of it that didn't exist on the other when you were through going through it. So it's, but it doesn't feel disorienting. You don't feel any physical effects. Um, it's like turning left. Okay. That's, that's, yeah, that's how that's how Holden describes it in one of the books, I think. Um, okay. So yeah. But you come through and you can see this huge, the, the huge kind of space with all these little like spaced out rings all around, evenly, evenly distributed through it. In the middle is a uh, glowing kind of purplish blue sphere that's at the center of it. Uh, not like a huge glow, it's not like a sun. It's just kind of like a, it's just kind of floats there. But beyond that, you can see between you and there is Medina Station, this like uh, two kilometer long vast ship, formerly known as the Behemoth, formerly known as the Naboo, um, just sitting there. Not even in orbit. That's the thing. It doesn't even have to orbit. It just kind of sits there. There's no like gravity inside this place at all. I mean, it's like nothing's 
pulling on anything else. Um, so that's a uh, and it, it is vacuum inside to be clear. Uh, but yeah, you guys make the transit. Uh, get the uh, call from Medina Station to make a docking procedure and everything like that to you. Your schedule. You are on time. Um, anything else you guys want to do before we dock at Medina Station? Nothing. No. no. Uh, Zenny's elected to stay on board with the Anne uh, to make sure no one comes on board uh, like that. McMichael wants to go take some shore. He, he didn't get much time out on Ganymede, so he can take some shore leave here. Um, and so does Critty and the other the other crew members, uh, including uh, Mikhail, wants to take a wants to bounce around. So, totally hypothetical. Yes, if I found a way to produce some N1AG, would he be willing to take it so I could see what it does? Uh, the issue is that you would, so if it is a gravity drug, you would need gravity to test it under, and there's, like, okay. you'd have to go fly the ship around in circles for a while. <laughs> but would he it. be willing to do it? McMichaels? Yes. <laughs> this sounds amazing. I like this. Just <laughs> he, flying around um, with McMichaels on it. He, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, McMichaels, um, you come back and talk to him, and he's kind of like, oh, he's like, I don't know, man, it feels a little... Little, little arrow see you want to experiment on a belter it's for the greater good you, you're telling me you're what you're initially asking what this if i ever heard of this i never heard of it and now you want to give it to me man i would do I proper research <laughs> first i have i can do I, this i don't know man i gotta i'd have to talk to the, the xo i got duties on ship man i gotta fix the ship here all the time they always put holes in it. I want to try to do my duties. I was just asking. <laughs> well, For science. Uh, no, I, I appreciate that. That's cool. But like, why don't we, uh, uh, let me give you an answer after I get some shore leave. I want to get off the station. Man. I want to get on the station too with the guy. I want to, you know, I want to go see, I got to see this thing. I got to go see this thing. You want to fly around and be a guinea pig? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it is like a, it is like a, uh, from Medina Station, it's like a four-week trip up to Mason's Haven, five-week trip or something like that. It's a pretty long trip, so uh, you guys do have some time there. Um, but yeah, you dock up, no problem. Um, get on the station. Uh, there is a loading crew there with the substrate. They're there to pick it up and everything. Um, they have. It's kind of nice having someone else unload your ship for you. Uh, you yeah. do kind of like you do help them out, like get it all set up here and everything. Um, you do also have this uh, spectral uh, analyzer if you want to bring it back. To you. That is now no longer something that they need back there, but uh, you did kind of uh, tell Prax you weren't going to exactly, you were going to give it back, sort of, I think, was kind of the deal. Yeah, I guess I I, uh, I try to re uh, I would arrange it to uh, maybe get a ship back, maybe a, sh a ship yeah. heading back in that direction. You have a ship back where yeah. you could uh, take it with you or, you know, even sell it. Um, there's a lot of different options here. There's, there's always demand for those things. So there's a lot, there's a lot of options here. But um, yeah, you guys uh, get off the state, you get onto the, the dock onto the problem on the side of the hall here. You're kind of in the spin on it. And uh, it's, uh, uh, you're about, I think it's like like 10 levels or something like that, like before you get to the top, to the inside of the drum where like the real action is. But there's people living down here. There's like mechanical stuff going on, a lot of air recyclers. Uh, I mean, it's all just kind of like, all these systems are embedded into the hall. Um, and it's pretty damn thick. But uh, what do you guys want to do once you get to Medina? Let's go with Myrtle. Uh, I'm just going to go check in, you know, just kind of check in with, um, you know, with uh, just checking if there's anything that I need to know, mm -hmm. checking if there's anything that's moved since last time we were here or where stuff is. 
uh, make a note to everybody to go find the plaque mm. that we put up mm. uh, for Dingo and, um, you know, that kind of thing. Just kind of get in the lay of the land and see if there's anything that's for, you know, specific to captains coming up on board that I would need to know and maybe filter down to the team. Um, there's not really anything you have to really do because you are scheduled to be here and such. Uh, it's... Uh, there is like a variety of advertisements for different like there's casinos, there are licensed brothels, there are like bars, uh, there's like, you know, raves, uh, there's like uh, like tasting, like food tasting things now. It's kind of interesting. like like people actually like Belgium's getting access to like like grown food out, out of like dirt versus like, you know, fungal foods or synthetic stuff. Um, so there, there's a lot. There's a lot to do here. Uh, it seems like a very easy place to spend your money. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you, you go ahead and put into uh, kind of look around and see what there is to do. Um, and uh, you can certainly stay here too. There are hotels on the inside the drum, and there's also like uh, kind of there's a room and board inside the um, the walls of the place if you want to not have a view. But the, um, the inside the drum is more expensive, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I want to see how expensive that is and see if I can at least, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, put us put aside a space just for you know that's in the drum so um, we can watch what's going on and maybe have a place where I can crash and that we can have meetings away from other people but we don't have to go all the way out to our ship oh yeah there's like private rooms so that's not a problem yeah. at all yeah you can get like you can get a room like two layer two levels down really easily that's like a um, the rooms here, as you remember, are bigger, spacious, and they have been modeled. So, like, uh, they're kind of like suites now. So, it'll, it, they're actually referring to family units. I mean, the, you know, this was a Mormon ship for people that like, they were told, like, you know, hey, you need to have kids so someone can pilot the ship in 50 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, we're going to be flying autopilot for a while. But um, right. so they, there is like like uh, like family units uh, you can certainly rent, um, and they're actually cheaper than the, the smaller hotel rooms on the on the inside the drop. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll look at that instead. Yeah. So you get like a and that like way a, we can put everybody in there. Yeah, you get like a four unit place. It's it's like maybe like a thousand square feet. It's pretty. It's a pretty good sized place. It's got like a kitchen. Not even, not a kitchen yet, but like a kitchen. Um, you know, beds, entertainment area. So they they've done this so people can live here for a long time, not a problem. My house isn't even that large, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's on Earth. Come on, man! Like, <laughs> well, you know, it is a little bit more expensive. And I have and I have and I have to deal with gravity. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they. Uh, but yeah, you kind of you kind of set up uh, that there, you get you get a, you get a place there, no problem. Uh, someone else, uh, and that, that seems to be a place where everyone can come and go. Wyatt, I would like to send a message back to Mason's Haven and see if there is anything that they need while we're here before, because we're going there they, next. They right? sent all that over. Um, a lot of it more is that they want to, they really wanted the second colony ship to expand the colony faster, but now that's not going to happen. Um, they're interested in bringing on people that like. One of the problems they have is that they have a lot of Martians with them, and the Martians are either trained as military or scientists. They they can do the work, but they honestly want more laborers. Like they want people. Which I don't. I don't want that to sound bad, but they need people that can like basically just do the grunt work of the colony that has to happen, clean stuff, checking stuff. I mean, that's just how it has to be. I mean, is there a way that I could like? 
Is there like a billboard? Oh yeah, there's people coming and going all the time. I, I um, would like, I'll just go search for that and see, you know, if there's anything that, okay. as many people as we can get, I guess. Well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was gonna do this anyways later in the show, but we're gonna do it right now since you asked. We're gonna do a colony growth check. Yeah. So a colony growth check, I figure you, you just, you, what you described is, is literally a colony growth. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so why don't we have, we'll, uh, we'll let Wyatt do the honors uh, tonight since, yeah. since you're the one that yeah, asked for it. do it. Um, I'm a little scared. So you go ahead and you, you, uh, you ruin it for everybody, and uh, no, uh, you get. So the way this works, once again, is that you get to pick um, the highest ability of the um, what is it? Growth check, performance, or three months simple test. Uh, highest ability uh, of the colony. So that is infrastructure. Their infrastructure is really strong here. So it's a plus mm -hmm. two right now. Um, since I'm gonna, since you're on the ground doing this and you're being personable, I'll give you an extra plus one to this check since you're actually like you know doing the, the actual work here, uh, put a face to it as it would be. But uh, go ahead and, and roll three d six and add three to it total. And uh, the target number for this is an eleven because it is a mildly um, challenging scape. It isn't a standard landscape. The colony is. So I got fourteen. Fourteen will do it. Okay, did you get any doubles? Uh, two threes. Two threes. Uh, what was your drama die? Three. Three? Okay. So, what that does is that you do get to do a colony growth stunt, which is where we get to add to the colony. So, you got three stunt points. Um, you can do one of the following. Uh, you can uh, add a trade network. So, now it's on the trade network system, so people will come, come and go. It helps give the colony access to more gear. You could have a specialist. You actually like, recruited someone who's like... Um, uh, really good at basically doing doing something. This basically makes a certain stunts cost less for the colony in the future. Uh, you could put a redundancy on it, which increases the the resolve. Um, you could also uh, I don't know uh, what's a good one here. Send some items back that would be helpful. Um, or you could also uh, in re increase the stability of the of the colony. That is like it's, it's quote unquote hit points, if you will. Is our stability good right now? Uh, the current stability is. Well, I know that actually. It's sitting at twenty. Yeah. So you could up that by three to to twenty three. That would help in the future to make sure the colony like sustains. Basically, it's not a bad just, tactic. Yeah, yeah. Especially if we're not not around for okay. periods of time. I would like to have this stability. I think okay. that'd be the. I mean, all of them sound great, and they were all have major yeah. benefits. But I really um, don't want it to collapse while we're trade work. <laughs> yeah, a trade network doesn't do us any good if the yeah if it's gonna just collapse. Yeah. Um, okay, so you spend the stun points on it, and you now have uh, more. You rebuild, so the colony does a little bit of rebuilding with it. Um, nice. They it wasn't that they were anything was really damaged, but they expand the uh, capabilities a little bit here and there. So it's it's a little bit, it's a little bit better. Um, but yeah, good 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 growth check. Uh, stuff works out well, and this ability can be spent in the future when you do these con checks. You can spend it to manipulate the dice rolls. It's kind of like our fortune, but it doesn't. You don't. The colony doesn't heal naturally. <laughs> You have to roll again. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want them to work on operations as well? Um, current the current one, um, the current operation of researching flora and fauna is on hold for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, well, I guess you could have them go back on that, or you could have them. Um, and the advanced hydroponics is resolved. Um, they were doing pretty good on the floor and fauna. Do you want to send? Like, I, but the bio the bio survey team is under quarantine. You also could have them. Um, what do, you, what do you want them to do? Like, what's the project you want them to work on? 
Or you ask Medea. I mean, you, or you could also do the uh, researching the guys. The what what happened? With them. That, they could maybe. That's what I was going to say. I'd like okay. to them to spend their time and effort on figuring out what happened. If there's something that we need to be okay. on the lookout for when we get there. Sounds. I think that's a wonderful plan. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay, so that'll be a science check. Um, I'm gonna because you have Medea kind of consulting, you send some data back. I'm gonna give you an extra plus point on this. So uh, we'll let Medea roll. But Medea, roll uh, roll the three d six and add two to it. And let's okay. see if you can uh, help out the colony with this operation. And okay. I add what to it? Uh, just the total of, uh, total of two. Oh, okay. Then I got a 15. 15, okay. And they got a... Um, okay. Yeah, you, you beat it out. Uh, roll for me real quick. Um, basically, this is like... The best way to describe it is like these plot actions is... Uh, did you get doubles on that? Uh, no. Okay. The best way to describe it is it's kind of like a... It's like colony combat, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um... Go ahead and roll um, 2d6 and add one to it. And let me know what you get for that. That's how much you uh, deal to this this thing here. I got an 11. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> so you go up and you, they, they start making some breakthroughs on this. Um, and it they're, they're underway. It looks like they're underway. They already started it. They set the team down. Um, they've had some more colony numbers here. But they're uh, they're underway doing figuring out what happened to these people, um, but there's no real data to add to the circumstances. But they are underway of, of figuring out what happened to these people. Um, okay. Cool. All right. Uh, back to Wax or anything you want to do on the the station, or we go to Medea also. Um, I mean, the only yeah. thing Medea would want to do is start like doing the research on Waxer's blood. So I don't know if there's right. a lot she can do right now. Um, you can, I mean, you can try to get to the hospital. You go to the hospital is probably the best place to do this at. Uh, they have like oh, a yeah. bio research lab. There also are research laboratories for like, um, you know, uh, agriculture here and everything like that too. But this sounds more, uh, yeah. human oriented, we'll say. I mean, do I got to be there? Um, we're, we're going to make this uh, kind of an advanced check here. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, everyone, uh, for delivering the, the goods, you guys all have a plus one temporary uh, income bonus, so oh, nice. uh, don't forget about that. Um, yeah, no. I need money. Help me with money. Um, I'm okay. Gambling. Yeah. Um, okay, so Medea, why don't you give me a... Um, how do you want to approach this? Like, what, what would you do? So you have this blood sample. Um, you kind of have the write-up on this N1, uh, this, uh, N1 AG stuff. Um, you, so you're trying to, trying to compare notes here. Um, yeah. you, you have had access to Waxer's blood, but you didn't have a great way of transporting it, or you, and you didn't have, like, as advanced gear. Uh, you do know that it promotes, like, bone growth and muscle density. Um, whatever his is doing does it much more than these guys did for sure, though. Uh, yeah. this seems to be a little more... Extreme. extreme but yeah uh, okay i mean what's that gonna, i mean i want to find out like what's in his blood and then probably compare it to like okay. the martians like i know it's going to be different but like sure. if i can see any differences sure. in um give me a uh what, do you, what would you call it? medicine or biology probably medicine i had the same the same thing both of them so i'll just do okay. that all right, so this is, this involves pharmaceutical, so you get an additional plus one, so you have a plus six to this total. I should also okay. mention that you and you get to re-roll any ones or twos you roll on this check. Okay. Because you're a doctor. And 19. 19. Ooh. Okay. And what did you get on the drama die? I got a six. Oh, all right. Okay. 
um, you get you get like a day in the lab and you start going through it all and it is progressing. Uh, you start breaking down the structures of his blood and kind of seeing these unique elements you're isolating. Um, whatever it is, it seems like it's self-perpetuating. So he doesn't. you don't have to keep on taking doses of it. It kind of sustains. Uh -huh. um, but it seems to have some sort of way of like uh, maintaining. The one thing you do learn off the bat is that it does go past uh, the brain line. Okay. So that's like for those who don't know, like you might have like medications that don't make it to your brain. They don't mess with your, but um, like certain antidepressants don't actually affect your brain. They only affect your physical your physicality to abate things. It's kind of, but this one does go into the brain. Um, yeah. Okay. So. We're learning, and that was a hell of a role. So, um, so Medea kind of retires to the uh, the thing here. Michael Wacker, man, he's like, all right, man. I gotta see the scene. We gotta see it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Right. Spend some credits. Let's go gamble. <laughs> Sell these parts of this uh, thing we don't need. The spectral analysis thing we don't need. I don't know. You better ask the cap first. That's a cap. That's a cap decision. I don't want you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course I, I, if we go, if we're going, if we're gonna leave the station, I want you to come with me. So. <laughs> I know. I did put it. I did. I put it in. Uh, you know, in the dock to see if anybody could take it back to Prax, you know. But uh, yeah, we got some credits. Let's go roll come on. for the substrate. All right, so, so you start, uh, you go up through and uh, you come up to the, uh, this area that's called the, what do they call it again? The um, souk. The, the souk. souk, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's like, it's like flashing. There's like tons of food places. There's like people trading goods. Um, it's like a much more uh, clean, uh, cleaner than like what you saw in series. It's like series was kind of like a hodgepodge of like uh, where they mined it and then they um, like then they put living quarters in there. This is yeah. more like a sectioned out. Um, you remember when you saw the drum raw without anything on top of it? Like it was like um, what are those called? Uh, the platforms where they build house, where they build places like the the plots or whatever they are. Um, it was very sectioned out. Um, and this, you can see, has that has streets and everything going on, and very evenly spaced, uh, nice and clean. It's it's pretty shocking. Yeah, this um, is wild. Yeah. And he, like, he's like, uh, okay, man. So we got, where are we gonna hit first, man? Are we gonna go. Uh, you wanna hit a bar? You wanna go uh, watch some shows? Uh, what you wanna do, man? Well, I wanna spend these credits and uh, you know, let's gamble on some slingshot races or gamble on something. It's been a while for Waxes, so he's yeah, he's ready to uh, try okay, his luck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, so you go, you go to one of these bars that kind of has like entertainment. There's like slingshot racing by all means, um, and there's like some in like new systems. That's what's interesting. There's some slingshots going beyond the rings, uh, and it's it's really like weird to watch some of these things. These things where like they're you're using the gravitational pulls of the these weird new planets like race through stuff. Um, but they're also gambling on things like um, uh, there's like some sports here on the station. There's like a, a local league where they use like the, the spinning drum along with like the wind that actually blows through it to try to like um, see how far along the two kilometer line they can actually like use like a parachute suit to get across. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the one. That's the one. Yeah. And there was like kind of and like it's it's now. It's actually quasi legal, is the is the thing. Uh, they, they don't like people trying to like you know fly over the crops, um, <laughs> yeah. is the issue. Um, no, no crop dusting. <laughs> pretty much, Sorry. yeah. Let's go. No, I appreciate that one. Um, but yeah, you, you and there's also like upcoming events. It looks like they're they're actually building like an event hall here on the station right now. Uh, they'll be done in like a few weeks or so. 
Um, but there's like planned out events. Uh, looks like some sort of um, like sports entertainment things, or like a like a um, like a fighting league or something. Mm. They're building together, but it's just stuff like that. It's 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 kind of there's all kinds of experimentation with what you're going. Uh, the beer is good. It's actually pretty fresh. Um, it's not uh, fungal based. It's uh, actually like grain based. Wow. Yeah. Lots of changes. Uh, this is a good place. I mean, yeah, man. Um, good place to settle. Yeah. So uh, McMichael's buys the first round. He makes the income test. Uh, you get you get charged for making the second round. Make, see if you can make it real quick. All right. You have the extra plus, plus one, the temporary plus one. So. All right. So I got twelve, two fives, All five right. on the draw. Yeah. You you go ahead and you keep you keep the money going. Um, you guys have a few rounds. It's a nice nice time. Uh, McMichael's is um, um, he's been kind of intrigued at looking at like uh. He wants to see what the brothels are like. He's kind of intrigued by a few different things. Um, he's like, he's, he, he does talk a little bit of the black market stuff on, on here, but he's not really interested in pursuing it. He wants to check out the, the legit stuff first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, since, I mean, since it looks like a lot of this stuff is okay now, you know, like gambling and all this, uh, this we, we leave the black market stuff for later, yeah. Yeah, man, I don't want to get us in trouble, man. I want to be able to leave nah, the place. No, no, yeah. And, and you do see there are security forces that do patrol the place. The place is well secure. Um, you haven't seen any instances of, like, people fighting. Um, everyone's more concerned with, like, all the, I don't want to say money being made, but, like, the opportunities that are being provided are, are yeah. ample. This, uh, this is good. This is like a belt of, like a belt of city, uh, you know? Oh. I feel... Uh, and you, looks like uh, feel safe. And you're actually seeing like more earthers than you've ever seen, like it's or more earthers and Martians. There's no like high proportion of any. There's definitely a majority belters still here, yeah. but like earthers and Martians are coming and going constantly. You see children. I mean, it's 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 like a trip to be out this far and see all that stuff. Yeah. Um, especially uh, yeah. considering your your storyline of being out here during the uh, the slow zone incident. So yeah, I, I can't believe how much it bounced back. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna like I guess I'll look for a legit or I'll I bet I'll see if there's anything to sort of like bet on or go into okay. what we see. Uh, you bet on you bet on yeah. some uh, slingshot racing. Uh, go ahead and give me a gambling test. Yeah. See if you can, you can pick up what the uh, what the good one is. Let's yeah, see if, if I see how it, much you, see how much you, how much of your I'm, income are you gonna gamble? Oh, all of it. <laughs> What's your current? You have the plus one. Is one. That? <laughs> yeah, I got this one plus. So your little bonus that came into make a gambling test. Let's see if you can do yeah. it. Yeah, I'm gonna look for a jackrabbit to bet on if there's a slingshot race. Oh. <laughs> How my luck has changed. Uh, uh, that'll be a total nine with two threes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you want to blow some fortune on this. Yeah, yeah. Why not? All right. What's your, what, what was your last number on that? Two. Two. Uh, was that the drama die or was that the, was that right? No, that was all, okay. just a regular. So you can die. spend six. You can spend six fortune and up that to a thirteen. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, you managed to break even for the night. <laughs> yeah, you, that's you, a that's a good night. That's a, that's good, a good night. night. Yeah, uh, you know, keep on playing the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wyatt and uh, Myrtle, the two of you, kind of like uh, just enjoying the time off. It's nice to kick your feet. Uh, you get to enjoy some more. Like uh, the beer is a little more earth like versus uh the fungal based stuff um there's like actual food being served up do you guys have anything you want to do on the station i just want to kind of explore it because we haven't seen it in this state right it's it's like no, you saw new you've, to it. you've seen it where they, they were starting to build this stuff when you were out here with uh tie years back that took the initial colony ship going mm -hmm. but it's um i mean it's like a full-blown city now uh, there's like alley. I mean, it's weird. There's alleyways. There's, I mean, there's like neon signs. I mean, you know, your first time really here, this place was a war zone, uh, right. and now it's like, 
I mean, you, you, you know, you, you literally saw all these places where these buildings are were like lined with like people bleeding out. I mean, it, it's, it's yeah, it way was... different than it was like five years ago, six years ago. And they're still building. I'll definitely, I want to explore a little bit. I want to find Dingo's plaque. I'll oh, kind of no. do this, this kind of on my own, though, my own time, okay. just to okay. get away from this. You go pay your respects. It's not a problem. Um, the, the, the plaque is still there. Uh, it seems like most of the development on here, most of the stuff they're messing with is on, inside the drum. That's like the kind of exciting uh, place. Uh, down beneath, like, that stuff's mostly just like living quarters or mechanics to make those, the thing keep everyone alive. So that's mm -hmm. pretty, there's like, they're slowly, there's some places down there are setting up like some shops, but they're not like, uh, they're more of like businesses than anything else. So okay. Myrtle, you got something? Uh, no, not really. I'm just gonna kind of keep going on. I'm gonna, you know, write to my wife and okay. uh, just kind of give her some updates and um, see how she's doing. Yeah, Samaria, uh, she gets uh, back to, you know, you, she gets back to you and she has like some, um, She's still in the colony ship. She hasn't gone down down the well. Uh, her her attitude is that um, that uh, uh, Samilla, excuse me, sorry, Samilla, uh, Samilla uh, kind of like gets back to you and says that you know everyone's kind of shooken up by this. Uh, they're by what happened down down on the sh on the the surface, uh, and that they're kind of like it's got a few people scared to go down there. They think there might be something infectious. Um, and they've heard stories of weird things like happening on there. Uh, there, there's been some rumors that guys like Holden have had their brain messed with by this stuff, you know. Um, and so there, there's some kind of weird, um, weird stuff going on. But she's trying to keep it together. Uh, she does miss you, and uh, but she says the the Jersey Kinross is on target. Everything's on target. It's just this one murder really demoralized people, to say the least. Um, uh, do you want to get her? Do you want to get any inside information from her, or have her look for any information out there? Because she is your inside source. I mean, she is your wife. Yes. So like, <laughs> you could ask her to spy for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of, you know, when I'm gonna update her on what we're trying to do, and you know, it's just like that. I'm going to send a message to Pope and see what we can get. Um. I don't want to share too much, you mm. know, about what we're doing up here, but just enough to, you know, let her know what, you know, that everything is proceeding up here. We're aware of things how that's going on, okay. and um, you know, her, to kind of send reassurances. Her take is this: um, she thinks that the crew here, um, because they're Martian, she thinks they trust scientists too much. And she thinks that they're trusting the people at Celeste Blue and Star's Edge too much. Um, they seem to almost blindly take the uh, drugs they were offered from from them. Um, just on the promise that it was good. Um, she she doesn't she doesn't think they know that Pope like no one seems to know about Pope out here. They seem to just know that there's a there's a, a corporation called Celeste Blue that's out here like has their own little colony that's doing a lot of science stuff. All right, I'm going to ask her to keep her eye open or her ears open for anything that she hears coming mm -hmm. from Celeste Blue. Mm -hmm. um, okay. 
just general gossip that people might be having of some of the scientists oh. and um, to see if there's anything that indicates why they feel this, you know, the the that the people are doing that blind trust thing. Is it something yeah. that seems like, is it overly so? And any kind of feedback that she can give me, you know, just go into a more of an observation mm -hmm. mode of things. And she's she's privy to everything going up and down the well, so that's kind of her, her edge. It's like if someone's going to leave the station, she's going to know who it is. So she she okay. has good eyes and ears on the circumstance. Okay, so I'll have her, I'll have her, okay. I'll have her be your, your plant. Um, speaking yeah. of, of that, let's go to uh, Medea. What do you got up? What, what do you want to work on more? So you got another day. Everyone's kind of gone off. Um, you've been given quarters here on the station too for, uh, for the crew. They've they've offered you up one of the rooms in their suite. Uh, okay. What do you want to do? I mean. Once Medea starts a project, she doesn't really rest until okay. it's been finished. I like so, it. Yeah, so yeah, there's just going to be a lot of research. Day, day two, um, you get yeah. you grab you start grabbing some coffee and maybe some stim some stims here, and you you really go for her. So give me another uh, medicine check. Okay. Once again, you give you roll ones and twos on this, and you have a plus six. Okay. That is a twenty-two. Dang. And uh, any doubles on that? I got two fives. Two fives, okay. And uh, I take one of, the, one of the drama dice with a five? Yeah. Okay. So you have a major breakthrough. Um, oh, you, start, you, start, you start messing with this, and I'm going to have you blow all your uh, stump points on this just because it'll make it easier for us yeah. here. i got to dance the churn a little bit here because we're, we're going through stump points like crazy. Um, <laughs> So here's the deal. Okay. You start messing with this, and you're 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 mo you, you have done some stuff on like pharmaceuticals in terms of like hallucinogens and like how stuff affects the brain. Yeah. And what's tripping you out about this this um, waxer's blood is it is it does have elements these like. Um, these elements of it that do make it past the brain line, so they, they do make it into the brain. Uh -huh. And this, whatever this thing is, you suspect this derivative is readily making it pass into the brain. Okay. Um, and it seems to promote the growth of, uh, basically promote the the, the like the growth and pathways of uh, like neurological development. Um, okay. But it's unclear if it's doing that generally or in a specific way. Uh, okay. Your suspicion with intuition and your research is that it is doing it in a specific way that may not uh, uh, be the be the most conducive, uh, or not most conducive, but it can do it can have weird side effects. Okay, so that's probably where the whole psychosis thing came from. If I'm thinking about this right, yeah, there there seems to be some sort of way that like this, it's not just. Uh, stimulating the growth of the muscles and the, um, the bones, but there seems to be some sort of side effect in terms of uh, neurological development or changes or shifts. Um, okay. It is it's nothing explicit, but it's definitely, um, uh, yeah, affecting certain developments, we'll say. It'd be really nice if this guy was still alive, I'll be honest. Uh, really convenient. Did, did you guys request more data back, or what, what did you guys want to get back from the from from Mason's colony? Data. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I want as much data as we possibly uh -huh. can. Yeah. Anything they want to share? Yeah, they they bring um 
so you start looking through this, uh, Medea, and like, uh, it, it seems like there's a an amplification of. It's not so. It isn't exactly like like a like a true scientific thing, but it's kind of more of a way, a framework of thinking of of how the brain operates. Um, and there is a. Uh, it seems to be stimulating parts of like the brains, like the brain's development, that mm -hmm. deal with things like um, like pantomime or okay. interpretation. Okay. Um, the the word the, the word that comes to mind from your your, your schooling is like the notion of mirror neurons, uh, which okay. aren't exactly a thing, but they're kind of a way to think about the ways that neurons can fire in response to seeing something. Um, so there's some sort of like how do I describe this like uh, overt development of a of of like uh, like beyond empathy almost that can okay. occur. Okay. I gotta do my own research right now. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually mirror neurons are thought about in terms of motor skills. But like if, if you know if you do something in front of your kid, and then yeah, your kid re re repeats it. it, but it can also be things that are possibly even like emotional or um, like more memory oriented, especially if you have proximity to them. Um, mm -hmm. This is something you could follow up waxer with. Okay. Yeah, I will probably go do that. Do you want to like meet them in a like where? So so waxer like Medea. Text you and tells you wants to meet up. Where do you want to meet Medea? Where would be a good place to meet Medea? Or really, uh, Medea? Yeah, yeah. You tell me. Otherwise, I say gambling ring. But <laughs> and she's going to say no. No. <laughs> too loud. It's too loud, Medea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I come. I come where you are, Doc. No problem. Okay. Yeah. So she's in like the research lab, okay. basically. I'm out of money. There's a commissary at the hospital. I mean, it has to have a commissary at the hospital. Okay. So you, you go out to the. You, go, you guys meet in the commissary at the hospital, and. Um, I mean, there's people all around just getting their meals, whatever it is. Uh, all right, so what's the... What you found, huh? Okay, I'm going to attempt to explain this in the most basic way possible I so that you can it. understand it. Yeah, good. Your blood has the drug N1AG in it. And this means that your body has had accelerated growth and there are neurons in your brain that are working at a higher rate than what a normal person's would and this basically affects your mirror neurons and i don't think you know what that is and that's uh, okay yeah i i had you up until uh, i was smarter than all ever all these other coils and then uh i yeah. lost it after that but uh okay, okay yeah it's not your sense. job to know it's okay <laughs> um basically so, it's like how you interpret things and just how you yeah basically how you interpret things so i need i'm going to ask you a few questions and all i just right, need you to right. answer as truthfully as possible have you had any sorts of fake memories or weird senses of deja vu without actually doing anything i waxer takes like a deep breath as he's sort of like you know yeah, Doc. Uh, it's weird that you're telling me these things. Um, I, I didn't share this too much, but for a long, long time, Waxer spent many years running and looking. Uh, it's hard for me to say because uh, I thought it was real true. But uh, Waxer had memories of a, a family, a wife, 
a kid. Yeah, like flesh blood like you. And I spent time looking for it. Zenny, she helped me look and look and search. And I mean, everything I did up until a point was looking for my, what's a, for my family. And then I, when I found out it was, they said it was something with my brain from the testing that I didn't actually see it. I never understood it. Yeah, I just thought maybe the, uh, the dust of scientists back then, they, they messed with me so much. I, I was just, uh, my brain is not working right. But um, yeah, this makes sense now that you say it. Yeah, so basically what happened to you has happened to our good friend, the Martian which is where the psychosis and everything came into play with the whole like thinking he had a whole family despite him very much not. So so that Koyo thought he actually was married to the other guy's Koyo, his wife, but never happened and it drove him to violence. But I, you know, Wax said I never killed, I mean, I killed people, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't kill nobody. Uh, yeah, I guess I just, uh, I don't know. It makes it makes it weird because I, I still don't know sometimes what's what's actually happened and what's not actually happened. So, but right. um, maybe more tests. I, I I appreciate you bringing this up because uh, it uh, makes sense now a little bit. Yeah, I, I feel I a little bit more at ease. That's good. I'm glad I could help. Um. So she's like looking through notes. She's trying to find out anything else she can like, because she doesn't even really know what other tests to do at this so, point. Because... Yeah, one of the, the the trick would be to like. So this seems like a really promising drug in terms of getting people down the gravity wells much faster, like, like to the shocking degree. This side yeah. effect though is like this is a problem. This is a I problem. Mean, yeah, it affects everybody. Like every every person with the gravity drug would get this delusion. You think? The delusions and the false memories seem to be a very like harsh, dramatic side effect that not everyone has experienced. But there are notes of increased empathy and like interpersonal relationships have seen an increase. So I feel like yeah. there's just so little known about this that I really can't bring in any conclusions right now. Yeah, I mean. Waxer would hate, I mean, I would hate it for other, pe other people to have memories of they thinking they have a family or thinking they have a love or they're thinking they lost something, but yeah, they should, uh, we should, uh, well, let me know. And I mean, I'll let you test more on the blood, whatever, f f try to make this thing right. Uh, yeah. But what you, actually, you do kind of put together that uh, this was replicated off your blood for sure, not as an extreme version of what you have, of what you've undergone, mm. but also, uh, basically tested on these people. Yeah. Field tested on them. So I don't know if you have anything to say about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, what, what they're doing with my blood, uh, it's, you know, it's waxers. I mean, this feels wrong to me. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I mean, they don't know what it's going to do to all these people, all more people going to die just to get down and uh, work, you know, and they did this to me and they always tested on belters. I mean, now they're testing on everyone and that's, uh, that's bad. Yeah. Bad. We got to tell, we got to tell the fighting is the cap and we got to stop it. Yeah. I mean, no more of this. Yeah. That'd probably be the best course of action. Mm. 
I would I'd assume. Good. See, Doc, I knew you had some good ethics in you. <laughs> I've had them. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just joking with you. It's okay, built a humor and I'm like, give her like a <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll let uh, XO and uh Cap know. That's good good work. Yeah. Uh, do, you, I do. do you want to just convey this to the, the cap and the XO? Okay. So uh, Myrtle and Wyatt, you're both in on the information now. Uh, do you have any kind of, uh, do you want any just kind of discussion about this? Like, uh... what do you think, Cap? Well, you know, I just want to make sure Waxer's, you know, doing okay with all this. He's a hard one to, you know, read, to be honest. Don't know really what's going on upstairs sometimes. It's not not in a negative way. It's not like I don't think he's gonna like snap on us and you know rip us in half or something, but he's hard to he's his his emotions are hard to judge. Yeah, I mean I mean it's 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 obvious that there's something, right? There's something. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't really, I mean, this is just, I don't know if, I'm just so confused because it it doesn't seem like it's, you know, it's the same kind of effect of what's happening down on planet. I think one thing I know for sure is we need to just maybe stop letting our people, we should really have not take that before they go down because... You know, eliminate it. See what happens. See if it still happens. If something, you just never know. Just, just to give a number real quick, Medea, uh, approximately thirty people in the colony took this out of out of about a little over two hundred of them that are on the that are part of the whole system. So, would I have permission to monitor them? I'm going to ask before starting an experiment because I am a good person. I know what I'm you, doing. You, would I have need to, you guys to know I know what I'm doing. You, you would have to go out. there. So you, are you asking to become part of the colony? Because that's a, certainly a possibility. You could, and yeah. I, I should mention there, there's multiple there's multiple uh, possibilities with this. So one is that you can go out there and become part of Mason's Haven, their their colony that these people govern. Uh, but you also know that people that made this drug and figured it out are also out there, Celeste Blue, and they seem to have a lot of scientific gear and, and equipment um, and are readily available. Though you've never heard of their company, they seem to be some sort of like nobodies. And what if you get tempted to join them? Yeah, so, there's, well, so, so I'm just saying there's a lot of possibilities, but if you are interested in going out to their uh, planet, this is a possibility yeah. you could ask them for transit out there. Definitely is okay. most likely the way I'd want to go. I can't really see myself doing much else. Well, considering I kind of had to book it from everywhere that you guys have shown up. I have to leave. <laughs> so hopefully this time it's a little more permanent. <laughs> Uh, so that's actually a question, uh, Myrtle, uh, Myrtle and White. Do you want to bring the scientist back with you uh, that's, that's interested in this ongoings and seems to have some at least base knowledge about what's going on out there? My vote is 100% yes, Cap. Yep. We need more science. Yep. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, in absentia, yeah. vote for Zanny and say no. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, they're, but they're not here, so. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, so uh, putting, give, putting Medea on staff at Mason's Haven is a possibility um, and the like. Uh, okay, okay, so we have that, we have that as a, well, I'll be sure to include Medea in our uh, our personnel list on the on that when I update that. Nice. Um, 
Is there um, anything else you guys want to do on Medina Station before uh, we end tonight? And we're, we're staying here, by the way. We're, there's a few, we got a few. Uh, uh, you guys are still trying to get ammunition and torpedoes. So you, you guys definitely don't have those back up Mason's Haven. <laughs> I would say White's just going to spend his last bit of time writing up something to send back to the colony of, you know, a decree not to take any more of these injections until we know more about it. So do you, you can also tell him not to like work with Celeste Blue. You can put a mandate on that. I'll just say a temporary cease you know, okay. operations with him until we figure out what's going on. Oh. Okay. Oh. Cool. Uh, you send that out, no problem. Uh, they come back though with a, uh, they come back uh, a, a day or two later with another uh, kind of entry request. They said, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, this one's kind of humorous. They say, we actually got a request from Celeste Blue uh, right when we got your thing. Uh, it seems like one of their um, their satellites has crashed over the bright side of the planet. Um, and they're asking if we if they could help, if they could use uh, one of the uh, one of our satellites. They only the colony only has two satellites for this, this uh, station. But they're asking if they could, uh, if we could look for their their uh, satellite's crash location. Um, I would say something like I would something like that helping out in the location, but only if we're doing it not handover. Yeah, control. it would be that. Like, can you know? We'll give you. They're basically saying like we're going to give you all the, the last trajectory information we have from our satellite. We don't know exactly where it landed, but we want to make sure that if if uh, you, if you can help us find it, would would be grateful. So it's nothing like. You're not, you're not giving them your satellite, but you're saying, hey, well, okay, we'll look for your thing. I'll, I'll pass that information along to okay. Cap, see if she agrees with me, but if, if she's okay with it, that's what I would tell them. I don't have a problem with help like that, but no experiments if I, by no means. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Okay. So no experimental stuff, okay. All right, okay, so you guys give them permission to say that they want to look for the satellite they can. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and it looked like it crash landed on the bright side. That's the kind of weird thing. Yeah. Right now, as far as you can tell, your guys' satellites are mostly kind of stay on the dark side of the, of the planet, trying to keep that area where you guys actually need communication and you guys actually are. Um, but the bright side is not something you've explored yet, but it looks like, it sounds like Celeste Blue is trying to check the bright side, which is also where all the alien artifacts are on the planet. They haven't, you haven't, no one's spotted anything on this side yet. Um, yeah. Just the, just the plant, uh, the flora and fauna um, analogs as they would, so. Okay, all right, cool. Um, Medea, you got anything else you want to do before we, uh, before you kind of take it easy and kind of resource gather here on the station? I think I am good. Okay. Pretty set. Got some work cut out for me. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a prospect. There's a lot of prospects on this colony. Uh, the, this frontier going out there, getting to see this stuff. You saw these weird biological data sets they keep on bringing back. And these yeah. people seem to be okay with you even just going to the forefront of this weird thing going on and it sounds like the weird science they're doing out there isn't just on the planet but also doing it to each other so hey yeah. uh, there's, <laughs> there's, everybody's got it everybody's got some weird stuff going on it's a whole new frontier um, that's half the fun um, alright well all right, so Medina Holtz is, will be a member of Basin's Haven uh, Colony when you guys go and do your trans stuff there um, we're going to pick it up again in uh, two weeks then uh, with uh, more of this and some Medina, Medina Station adventures um, yeah, it was a fun time. It was a lot of good, yeah. kind of weird science. Yeah. We, we got to pull back on some stuff from uh, Waxer's Pass and the like. 
Yeah, that's um, cool. That everybody, cool uh, thank you for watching. Uh, thank yeah. you for playing with us, uh, Samria. I uh, hope that thank was a- Thank you so much. Thank you. I've had so much fun. Yeah, thanks yeah. for voting and uh, causing some madness. I like that. Oh my yeah. goodness, yes. <laughs> What's that? Uh, you know, them voting and creating yeah. some of this uh, yeah, cool they, drama. Yeah, well, they, they uh, the vote was overwhelming to take the drug, actually. I actually, the, yeah. vote, the vote a few weeks back was, the vote was like, uh, refuse it, give it to just half the members or give it to everyone. And it was unanimous, like, give it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, That's all right. Yeah. Well, they, were, they, were, they were so eager to move up the floor of fauna uh, biosurvey. Nice. And they were like, oh, this, like, this moves it by four months? I'll just do that. And I was like, all right. <laughs> And so, but there's some side effects of this stuff, and so we're trying to like kind of go through and uh, figure out what's going on there. And um, That's awesome. it's it's a hard it's a hard thing beyond. But I will have a new colony vote up. I'm gonna have it up tomorrow night or Friday at the latest. But um, I'm back on Sunday with uh, the community game uh, that we've been collaborating on, which is super fun. I'm very excited about that one. Um, and I'll be that'll be on this channel for sure. And I think it's gonna be on all the other Green Ronin channels simultaneously. And uh, we got a bunch of people from uh, Green Ronin playing. We got Odin from the, the fan community. We got Merrick Moore, and we have the writer of the adventure, uh, Guillerme, uh, playing with us too, which should be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to running that little one shot, about three hour, kind of a, that one's a that one's gonna be weird because that one takes place in the, um, after the Free Navy conflict. And so the frontier is completely open and it's gonna take place on one of the new oh. worlds. And it's gonna be very, um, very, it's, it's, it's a little pulpy sci-fi game. It's going to be kind of fun one. I'm looking forward That's to that cool. one too. So, awesome. um, but all right, guys, well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, Samaria, thank you again for playing with us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give, her a big, give her a big hand uh, and everything. And I hope you enjoyed the super science as it would be. Super uh, science. Super science. <laughs> all right, guys, uh, we're going to bounce out and uh, we'll see you all around later. Bye. Bye. Bye.